Hello everyone, welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum, where you will hear about car news, car culture, and car talks. Here's your host, Cody Wagner. Hello everyone, welcome to the podcast. Yesterday I caught the season opener for F1, the Australian Grand Prix at Albert Park, a track I have never heard of and had no idea what the layout was. Thankfully I have a better idea now, and I've seen the track, it's a pretty cool track, and can I just say congratulations to Sebastian Vettel on that win. That pit strategy was honestly pretty much fantastic and perfectly timed. Though to be fair, they, that probably only came to pass through the safety car. But then again, it's not Ferrari's fault. Haas had um, two breakdowns, which is uh, very unfortunate for the only American team, team in F1. And probably very, very heartbreaking. But yeah, Hamilton came second. He tried to have a last lap push and he could not make it. Which... Honestly, was a good effort, just not enough max for Stappen. Got a little frustrated at the beginning and was like, yeah, you know what, let's power out of this turn too hard and spin it across the grass and then lose three places. I mean, seriously, I have no idea what happened pre-race, but Max was being, I want to say impatient, but more so overly aggressive. Uh, I mean, to be fair, we've probably seen worse, but still, overly aggressive and just simply impatient. I don't know what his hurry was. However, it did not pay off at all. He really should have, you know, calmed down. It was a 50 lap race, 58 lap race, and he spun it on lap, I don't know, somewhere between lap 12 and lap maybe 18, he spun it. There was no reason to get that much of a move on. Daniel, Mr. Ricardo, got, what did he get? I think he got, he got fourth. He tried to catch Kimi. He couldn't do it, but it was a really good drive. It was a very good fight. Did a really, really... He got higher than Max. Did better than he has last year in terms of beating Max out. I mean, to be fair, Max had a lot of DNFs, but... Oh, speaking of DNFs, Honda finished a race. They finished a race without problems. Fernando did a beautiful job just racing around the circuit flawlessly. Toro Rosso, on the other hand, with their Honda power plants are probably starting to uh, grill Honda, saying, you better not make this, like last year for McLaren, otherwise we will throw you into the fire. Anyway, outside of racing news, and the race was a lot of fun, Mercedes prepares to launch a U.S. subscription service. Didn't Jag already do that? Oh well. Careful, you might not know the brakes on your Ferrari 488 are worn out, and if you're guessing, yes, this is a recall. Lincoln's putting suicide doors back on the Continental. Ooh. That could be cool. Hyundai i30N and Peugeot 308 GTI race each other on the track. No freebies for Porsche EV customers as they'll pay from day one to use charging stations. Cooper crossover arriving in 2020 with a range-topping 300-horsepower FEV version. 2018 Nissan Leaf offers more power, improved range, and better handling. Nice, isn't it? Also, looks better than the last car did. Pirelli is offering new tires... For the, for the Ferrari 250 GTO. We need more tire manufacturers making tires for older cars. I know it doesn't sound like it makes a lot of business sense. But I mean, seriously, how much could how much of a pain could it be to find new tires? I mean, unless you're doing a resto mod, then probably not much of a pain. Because, hey, new rims and new tires. But still, that's awesome. Especially for Goodwood. Elon Musk claims artificial intelligence is more dangerous for humanity than nukes. And that is absolutely true, except for the fact that we have nukes right now. Land Rover Defender Works is an official limited run with Jaguar's 400 horsepower V8. 
Uber was looking into autonomous cars using lights and sounds to warn pedestrians. BMW not giving up on diesel says they will be relevant for quite some time, and I really don't believe that. Volkswagen says it's all-electric e-golf is almost sold out. Citroen C3 Aircross review, more than just an eccentric-looking subcompact SUV. I'd rather look at owners to see what they say. Like. Nissan Sushi, UK range gains Pro Pilot Tech and Pilot One Special Edition. Bespoke 550 horsepower V8 might be what Cadillac needs to head upstream. Also, side note, thank you to Haggerty for hosting again this year. Can't wait to attend more of the events and the races. I think, supposedly, from what I was told last night, the next one is Abu Dhabi. I'll have to, or er, slash Bahrain. I'll have to go look at, look at that and see if that really is the next track. Also, we all know that they changed, I want to say providers, but not really. I, I And when I say providers, I don't mean Haggerty. What I mean is the people who, the hosts of the F1 race and stuff. Uh, it's not the same this year. Will Buxton isn't there along with the rest of the team, and we will miss them. And truth be told, I kind of prefer them. But anyway, it was fun. But Will Buxton's enthusiasm, that that couldn't be matched. Anyway, Mercedes-AMG E63 SS State will annihilate supercars after the school run. Jeep Scrambler pickup should arrive at dealerships by April 2019, apparently. Entry-level Tesla Model 3 delayed until late 2018. BMW becomes the latest automaker to withdraw from the Detroit Auto Show. Aeromobile 5.0 VTOL flying car concept touches down from the future in... Uh, Apparently, it's going to go into production in the next 7 to 10 years, so eh, do not get your hopes up. BMW says upcoming i4 will travel up to 430 miles on a single charge, and as I keep saying, that is getting with the program. Elon Musk removes Tesla and SpaceX Facebook pages, and I do know why. 3.26 million Bugatti Charlotte sports to celebrate its American premiere in New York. Also, side note, I don't have to worry about the Facebook account because I don't have one. <laughs> I, I didn't have a Facebook account before it was cool. <laughs> BMW preparing updated 2019 7 Series to go with new 8 and X7. 2019 Ultima confirmed as Nissan's third model to get semi-autonomous pro-pilot tech. Experts say fatal Uber autonomous crash was avoidable and it from the video, it definitely was. Infinity reveals more luxurious limited versions of the 2019 QX60 and QX80. GMC launches 2019 Terrain and Acadia Black Edition models. 2018 Ford Mustang launched in Europe with 443 horsepower V8 and more tech. This jacked up Fiesta could be a test mule for Ford's baby Bronco SUV. And why are we getting a baby Bronco? I don't know. That just seems kind of kind of jumping the gun. Why not wait and see what happens with the new Bronco before you go ahead and make a small one along with it? But Oh well, what do I know? Link and Co. O2 crossover tease before March, March 26th unveiling, and that's tomorrow, at the time of this recording, which is the 25th. Top Gear's The Stig does 87 miles per hour and a 500 horsepower tractor. That sets a new world record. Facelift to Renault Kajar to get styling and tech upgrades. European car registra- registrations up, SUVs on the rise, and diesels are in free fall. 2019 VW Touring gets bigger, lighter, and packs a massive display on the inside, and kind of looks like a kind of looks like a like a Tiguan on three pounds of steroids. It's not horrible, but it looks pretty much. If there's one word to describe it, it's familiar in a kind of I wish it wasn't sense. New Toyota Aris 
crosses the pond, becomes North America's 2019 Corolla, and with more exciting styling and supposedly with a stiffer chassis, this should be the fun Toyota we've been missing outside of the GT86 and potentially the Supra. Hyundai i30 getting optional dual-clutch gearbox in 2019. A JLR taps BlackBerry to provide next-gen infotainment software. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this, and I will see you all after a word from our sponsors. Car books, car shows, car merchandise, car games, and even a car podcast, that's who I am. Do you realize when you're doing the things you love, it's not work? I'm Cody Wagner, host of Cody's Car Conundrum, and my passion is absolutely everything cars. My purpose in creating Cody's Car Conundrum is to be a resource for all things cars, from games to product development, product reviews, and even writing new automotive books and articles. With my mom's help, I've created a GoFundMe campaign to help me upgrade my computer equipment and Xbox and even my podcasting equipment, too. I also have created t-shirts and I'm looking to market those as well as my books. Visit my campaign at www.gofundme.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum. Help me show teenage entrepreneurs you can follow your passion and people will help you move to the next level. Thank you for any donation, big or small. Once again, go to www.gofundme.com forward slash Cody's Car Conundrum. Welcome back to the show. I just saw the interior for the new the VW Touareg and... That infotainment screen is pretty big. And the whole instrument cluster is just a giant screen. Yay! Just what I always wanted! I'm so ha- I'm just- I'm so pleased. <sighs> yeah, oh well. It doesn't look that bad from the outside, though. Although, to be fair, it kind of looks like they're- They have a design language, and then they're slapping it on everything like Audi did. Which isn't overly brilliant, but as long as they can make it different enough between models, then I don't care. Get your brand image out. Anyway, let's get this recall going. Most of the recall notices that come across our desks are naturally for mass-produced vehicles. But every once in a while, we see a campaign for something more exotic, like the Ferrari 488, for instance, in this case. According to a statement from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, Ferrari has discovered a problem with the software on some of its 488s. As a result, it may not properly warn the driver if the brake discs wear out. The glitch runs afoul of federal regulations and could leave the supercar's legendary performance unchecked. So the Italian automaker is recalling a handful of them to have their software updated. And by handful, we mean just 40. All from the 2016 model year in which they were introduced, 39 of them, all but one, are GTB coupes bet- made between June 3rd and November 25th, 2015. A single spider built on June 2nd, 2015 is also affected. That's a rather small number, even for Ferrari, which sells a couple hundred new cars in the United States each month. Last year, it sold 2,518 vehicles in the U.S., split between, split between model lines including the Portofino 488 F12 and GTC4 Lusso. The 488 is typically one of the company's best sellers. But while it doesn't break down in sales figures, the 48 units being recalled would barely account for a third of the volume it usually moves here each month. That's just talking about when they introduced the 488. Oh wow! Looked at the the 488 piston. Whatever. That doesn't actually pertain pertain to the recall. Electric cars could be cheaper than gas powered vehicles or gas powered models by 2025. Um, that might be a little soon, but I don't. That's not completely impossible. VW design boss says the Taurus interior is a total revolution. Audi R6 could arrive next year with 605 horsepower. Volvo 2 debut 2019 V60 and XC40 inscription in America. Someone has captured a 2019 BMW 8 Series Coupe test vehicle on the road ahead of the summer debut, and this is kind of like the Supra, I just want the doggone thing to be revealed already. 
Ford and Mahindra join forces for a new midsize SUV. Is that supposed to be that baby Bronco thing that I just read about? Hmm, that'd be interesting. New Mercedes JL... J. New Mercedes GLB looks more mini GLS than G-Wagon in best photos yet. And does Mercedes have some kind of problem with the letter G? Good grief. At, at the very least when it comes to SUVs. Say out to introduce a new car every six months, including an EV with 500 kilometers of range, which should be nearly 300 miles, if not a little bit more, which once again isn't that bad. 2020 Mercedes EQC hopes it won't be late to the electric SUV party. Finally, one that doesn't start with a G. 2018 Kia K900 gains more gear, but at a price hike of up to 5,000 just before it's replaced, so it might just be better to wait. Unfortunately, Jeep Wrangler's donut doors aren't coming to production. You know that red Rubicon for the 2018 JL unveil where they had the the hole in the door with the window? Yeah, that's either not coming to production as part of the article or not yet, which as far as I know isn't coming to production. It might end up being a Mopar aftermarket option. I don't, the half doors will be sold, but those won't. And I find that to be, from what I read on Alpar, that it could very well be a safety issue. But if it's a safety issue, why is it that McLaren could get away on the Senna with the whole lower portion of the door being glass, and Jeep can't get away with it? I'm not that versed in the safety regulations, but is it different for supercars slash hypercars than mass production vehicles? Because that'd be a little unfair. But, you know, once again, that makes a lot of sense for safety-related reasons, so as long as they keep it as a... As long as they figure out some way of making option, I don't know, through Mopar or something, then I don't... That, I'd still be okay with that. Ford's updated Fusion coming as new Mondeo in Europe. 2019 Mazda 3's digital gauge cluster looks promising in leaked images. Baby Jeep might be announced by FCA on June 1st. I highly doubt that. I don't know when the facelifted Renegade is supposed to get unveiled, but I think that, of all things, is probably is probably going to get unveiled then, not some new mystery Jeep that no one knows about. More senior executive changes at Ford as brand and smart mobility chiefs exit. PSA boss says he has no regrets buying Opal. Porsche teases 2019 Mission E says it will be the sportiest in its class. You can retrofit your CX-9 with Mazda's new rear seat entertainment system. Apparently can be fitted on all 2016 and 2018 Mazda C. I thought they were talking about the old 09 ones. That's that's recent. Ford brings modern connectivity features to older vehicles. And that's a good idea. That's about as awesome as when Singer added. But the, what Singer did... No, what Porsche did, I think, is they made a new radio unit for older Porsches. Like, I don't know, 60s, 911s. But it also doubled as a navigation screen. So it was a really modern display, but it fit in the old radio unit area so you can have sat nav and stuff without having to you know retro mod your porsche too much that is about as good of an idea but probably not as cool bmw may introduce an ix3 concept in beijing next month 2018 high and tucson sport certainly won't be confused with an n variant former dodge viper plant to become fca's home for concepts and historic vehicles that's right connor avenue will now become connor center It'll also include meeting spaces and whatnot. Skoda to launch 19 new vehicles in the next two years. Mercedes and BMW to reduce emphasis on design lines. We hear Maserati will reveal Levante, GTS, V, and Trofeo versions in New York. We'll see about that, but I do want to see what a, you know, 
Levante GTS would look like. 2018 Mazda 6 arriving in the UK this summer, priced from £23,045. 1,000 horsepower Equus throwback pays a toothbucked homage to the Corvette, and it looks so overdone. Face of the 2019 Hyundai Tucson coming to the New York Auto Show. Another Audi representative says, now says there are no plans for an R8 V6, or a V6 R8. Face of the 2019 Cadillac CT6 gets new V-Sport with 550 horsepower twin turbo V8. BMW facilities raided by German prosecutors looking for defeat devices. Anyway, I hope you all enjoy it. Now we'll see you all after a word from our sponsors. Moms and dads, are you looking for Steam and STEM games, websites, and even clothing for your daughter? Is she showing you at a young age that she is not into dolls and fashion, but instead space, chemistry, dinosaurs, robots, and even art? I'm Erica Wagner of Science Her Way. My YouTube channel is a resource for minority girls interested in STEAM and STEM. It contains product reviews, STEAM and STEM games, and art. With my mom's help, I have a GoFundMe campaign to help me upgrade my equipment, take some online courses on 2D and 3D programs, market my shirt designs, and my books. Go to my campaign at www.gofundme.com slash scienceherway. Help me show girls all over the world that there are girls just like them who love Steam and Stam and is a teenpreneur. Thank you for any donation, big or small. Once again, go to www.gofundme.com slash scienceherway. I'll see you in the next dimension. Hello, we are back for the final time. Toyota halts self-driving tests following the Uber incident. Hennessy boosts the Lincoln Navigator to 600 horsepower. Also, of course, the GSI returns after 25 years. I want one. WeatherTech poised to take over Laguna Seca naming rights from Mazda. So that does that make it WeatherTech Laguna Seca? Or WeatherTech Raceway Laguna Seca? Is that what would happen? Facelifted Mercedes C-Class Coupe and Convertible revealed with new tech and more power. Former GM executive Chris Lydell named White House Policy Chief. You can now buy a Tesla Model 3 by using Apple Pay on iPhones, Macs, and iPads. Oh, well. 2019 Toyota Corolla IM could hatch. Get it? Because it's a hatchback. In New York. And that's not even my pun. Don't point, don't point your pitchforks at me. Not even my own pun. Blame car scoops. Even the, nav- even the navigation system in Bentley's Hybrid Bentayga helps you save fuel. Volkswagen Apprentice is building two new concepts for... Not even gonna pronounce it. Basically, it's a VW party. 2019 Audi A6 heads to New York with a turbocharged V6 engine. 2019 Ford Fusion facelift brings updated styling and new tech, and it's so subtle for the facelift. VW confirms new Atlas 5-seater derivative will have a coupe-like roofline. All new Kia K900 revealed in a in full ahead of New York debut, and it looks really good. Really, really good. Transformers-themed Bugatti Veyron is heading to the auction block, and please no, we don't need a Michael Bay Veyron. Jeep unveils seven new concepts for the Easter Jeep Safari. 2019 BMW 3 Series spied in base M Sport and M340i performance guises. Daimler CEO says skipping 2019 Detroit show won't be easy. 2019 Volkswagen Arterion gets R-Line package debuts at the New York Auto Show. Next Nissan Z model might get 475 horsepower Nismo version. Lotus SUV is set to use Volvo underpinnings. And that might sound odd. And, you know, making, you know, and it might also sound like Lotus is making it harder than it used to be to make a 
lightweight, great handling SUV, because let's be honest, it's Lotus. That's what they're trying to achieve. But need I remind you that the Noble MC412 used a Volvo XC40 engine with twin turbos, and they and they got something like 625 horsepower out of it, and that allowed it to reach a top speed of 225 miles per hour. This is weird, but it's not that weird. Not only that, it also proves it's not at all impossible for someone to take a lemon and make lemonade with it. So, yeah, Lotus might be making it harder than it needs to be, but let's just hope that they can still get it right and make it one of the, you know, best handling SUVs out there. So that'd be cool. Although then again, of course, it's an SUV and you can't quite beat the laws of physics, but, you know, how far can they get? That's what I want to know. Mercedes-AMG GTR is the most powerful F1 safety car yet. Audi Sport is producing the R8 LMS GT4 at race car speeds. Toyota is developing this flex-fuel hybrid Prius in Brazil. Alfa Romeo Giulietta TCR heads for the big leagues. Volkswagen Golf 1.5 TSI Blue Motion Micro Hybrid offers diesel-like efficiency, and that's a complete mouthful. Toyota Supra and BMW Z4 to be produced by Magnus Steyr. I guess I got that wrong, but whatever. In Austria. Lotus to reveal two new sports cars this summer. The SUV is four years out. I can't wait for those sports cars. I really want to know what those sports cars are. Next Porsche 911 GT3 has been scooped. Could potentially use a turbo engine, though I doubt it. Nissan says IMX EV will enter production in a few years. 2019 Super Forster appears to leak ahead of New York debut. Volkswagen to unveil sportier new 5-seater Atlas variant in New York. New Mitsubishi L200 Barbarian SVP2 is like putting orange lipstick, and the article's words, not mine, on Conan. Anyone remember that black and orange Porsche Cayenne, the first generation, that special edition thing. Okay, it looks exactly like that, but gray. Tariffs aren't stopping American cars from being sold in Japan. VW shows off new IDR Pikes Peak Electric Racer. 2019 Mercedes AMG GLS 63 to be a tech-laden behemoth. BMW M2 competition premiering on April 25th with 404 horsepower? That'd be awesome. That'd be really awesome. Ford Fiesta Active, priced for £17,790 in the UK. Or what's probably 22 or 23 grand. Easy. 2018 Renault Zoe arrives in the UK with more updates and £18,420 price tag. Or probably nearly 25 grand. Cadillac said to be putting the Escala concept into production. That'd be cool. Looks good. Jaguar Land Rover taps Alpine Chief to run special operations. Peugeot 3008 and Opel Grandland X will be made in Nambia, too, starting this year. Lamborghini says yes to more hardcore Huracan, no to rear-wheel drive Aventador. And they said that a rear-wheel, that if they were to make the, rear-wheel, the Aventador rear-wheel drive, it would be a monster and a handful. Ferrari has made a 800 horsepower, naturally aspirated, front-engined GT, not GT car. The A12 super fast. If supposedly the F12 was already a handful, the A12, I mean, of course it's better handling, not as much so, but that's still a lot of horsepower to go through a rear-wheel drive car, so what makes Lamborghini think the Aventador would be worse? I have a hard time believing that. I could accept the fact that it's probably a handful. So much so that they won't build it, though? Eh, that I have a hard that I have a hard time believing. Rams recalling 300 trucks to keep the fuel tanks from a falling off. Do you drive an older Ram 1500 pickup and live in a state where road crews scatter salt on the road to melt the ice? 
that you might be asked to bring your truck into your local dealership to to undergo preventative repairs. According to notices issued by FCA and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, or the NHTSA, the bracket that helps hold the fuel tank in place on some older Ram 1500s could corrode due to salt on the road. If that happens, the plastic tank could sag out of position. The manufacturer is confident that the remaining structural components will keep the fuel tank made from high-density polyethylene from falling off entirely, but just to be safe, it's recalling an estimated over 300,000 of those trucks to have additional fuel tank bracket reinforcement bolted to the frame. The recall is restricted to 2009 to 2012 models of the, of the Ram 1500 and only in certain salt belt states namely Connecticut, Delaware, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Missouri, New Hampshire, New York, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, West Virginia, Wisconsin, and the District of Columbia. Those amount to an estimated 270,254 vehicles. In addition to those in the United States, another 26,676 units of the same will be recalled in Canada for the same issue, along with 1,063 in Mexico, and 5,269 outside of North America. Trucks made before 2009 or after 2012 are exempt from this from this particular campaign as those that never have been registered in those areas where they use salt on the road. The recall is slated to kick off on the 27th of April 2018, but in the meantime, drivers should pay attention to any unusual noises and check to see if there's anything hanging from the undercarriage that looks out of place. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed this. I will see you all this Wednesday. You have just listened to Cody's Car Conundrum. Be sure to join us every Sunday. You can subscribe to Cody's YouTube channel at www.youtube.com slash C slash Viper for Life ACR. Be sure to get Cody's books on Amazon at www.amazon.com slash Cody dash Wagner slash E slash capital B zero one nine capital K capital X seven two capital Z if you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Be sure to follow Cody here so you don't miss any episodes. Bye until next time.